Welcome to Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-insubstantial Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. I'm like how you want the base of your building built. Insubstantial. Yes. Insubstantial. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, you, uh, you're you moving after 18 years. I know we talked a little bit about it on past podcast, but it's coming up, man. Like, this is your first time moving away in, what, 20 years? It's been uh, like 18 years. I almost... Wow. I I think I've forgotten how to do this too. I'm like, what do I, I pack the fine China in with the pots and pans, right? Do you have, do you guys have five? Does anyone have five China? We have China. Yeah. We got wedding. China. Really? Yeah. I love it. Wait. So they gave it to you as a wedding gift. Yeah. Yeah. And how often do you use your fine China? Probably four times a year. We do it. Are you serious? Uh, oh, yeah. wow. wow. Like Thanksgiving, Christmas, flag day and fourth of july <laughs> and talk like a pirate day <laughs> talk like a pirate day no we use it a lot i actually most young i'm throwing us both uh 40 year olds into the younger demographic but most younger people don't get the china for like their wedding anymore right i love it I, for, as a kid it was always like if the china came out we was having something delicious for dinner i i feel like wedding gifts now is just like cash it should be at this point. Yeah, well, just give most, them an envelope full of cash. Well, most people, by the time they get married now, as people are waiting and getting married older, yes. they have they have the chafing dish. They have a gravy boat if they want one. <laughs> well, we do not have fine china at our house, and nor have we ever needed it. Um, we just go with the paper plates all the time when we have guests. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Got the plastic spoons, of the the you know beer cups, beer party cups, the solo good to cups. Go. Yeah, man. <laughs> you don't even give me a solo cup. You're like you're drinking out of your hands, bro. No, I mean they're not fine. They're not fine China, but they're made in China, or yeah. either they end up in China's ocean. <laughs> <laughs> they're Chinette. Yes. Uh, do not go to finechina.com, though, because there are not plates on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So uh, so you are packing. You packed it up. You didn't get rid of those. You didn't get rid of the fine china. Nope. Got the fine china. We've gotten rid of a bunch of stuff, though. Um, stuff you're like, why the hell did I have this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I should have done that when we moved to Oregon, but I did not, and uh, I am regretting it because now my attic is completely full, and we've lived there one year. <laughs> yes, you're, you're building a new attic on top of your attic? <laughs> Pretty much. That's my second floor attic. <laughs> Are you excited about it, man? I'm super excited. I'm super excited. You're finally going to help me move. Uh, yep. I've moved your Galaga machine more times than you have. <laughs> That's why it's fucking broken, dude. <laughs> Didn't I fix it? You did, but then it also <laughs> broke in the broke in the same day. <laughs> I All right, yeah, I am going to help you move, man. And uh, you know, a couple two boxes uh, maximum. My, my back is all sort of hurting already. So, so you're going to do the moving equivalent of me insulating your uh, your, yes, much. your barn. I'll show up. Go here. You go. Here's a box. I did it. And then I'm going to brag to everybody about me doing it as you did when you helped me with my insulation. Yep. <laughs> all right, Louis. Well, let's get to some stories. Let's do it.
get to some weird news. This story comes from WashingtonExaminer.com. That's a news source more reliable than using the Washington Examiner to tell if a mole is cancerous. Yeah, you don't think that would be a good resource, Louis? <laughs> no, I don't think they've done any time in med school. Somebody has, I feel like. I don't even think the Washington Examiner has a private detective license. <laughs> so this goes, Irish police investigate claim dead man taken to post office. Where he was shipped to heaven. Yeah, right? I, yeah. <laughs> And uh, let all the uh, the mo- this movie is referenced more on our podcast than any other movie, and it is Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it is Louis's <laughs> number one go to, so I guarantee you there's going to be a reference about Weekend at Bernie's. Do you have one written down? I have two. <laughs> all right, see, all right, here we go. So it says police in Ireland are investigating reports that the body of a dead man was brought to a post office in an attempt to collect his pension. While they were there, they checked their P.O. box and there was a cease and desist from the movie Weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Nailed it. So I don't understand what the the report that happened. It's like, did it happen or not? Was there a dead guy just at the post office or was there not? It's like, have you been to the post office in Eugene? So many dead people just lay it there. Yeah. He died in line waiting to send a package. That's how long it lasted. He he misinterpreted the dead letter office. (laughs) The Irish Times said a man who appeared to be in his sixties was dragged into the post office in the town of Carlo on Friday Propped up by two younger men. When questioned by staff, the two fled, leaving behind the older man who was found to be dead. Or just dead drunk. They are in Ireland. Right? Um, yeah, this is uh, sort of wild. And I feel like this was written by, like, the Republican Party to, like, prop up, like, <laughs> oh, there's Voter dead fraud. people voting! There's dead people collecting mail! <laughs> there's Irish people voting in the United States election! Do you know how many philatelic dead people there are? So many. <laughs> Ireland's National Police Force, the Garda Sochana, would not discuss details of the case, but said officers were investigating circumstances surrounding the unexplained death of an elderly male in the Carlisle area. The force said an autopsy would be conducted to determine the cause of the man's death. Why do they have to go like the police force, the Garda Siokshana? Like, A, that doesn't really sound that Irish, but... Like, it's Gaelic. I don't know about that. No one's like... You, they, like, if I'm referring to my local police, I just say the police. I don't say the Des Moines Metropolitan uh, Police Force. Yeah, you know, but when you're, like, you're in Switzerland, you're not like the Swiss police. You say the Swiss, the Swiss guard. Or when you're in Scotland, you don't say the Scottish police. You say the Scotland Yard. That's no, the name Scot- of it. Scotland Yard is like the FBI. That's like the top deal. Oh, is it? I thought it was yeah. just the normal police force. No, Scotland oh. Yard is like the detective squad. That's where I got my street smarts, man, is the Scotland Yard. <laughs> where, where'd, you, where'd you learn how to forensically examine that? On the streets, yo. Scotland Yard. <laughs> Scotland Yard. <laughs> According to the Irish Times, one of the... By the way, Irish Times is a fantastic name for a newspaper, right? Yes. It sounds like the like Farmer's Almanac almost. Like right? It predicts how much alcohol you can consume on a full moon. <laughs> it sounds like my beer di- monthly beer digest. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish Times. According to the Irish Times, one of the younger men had inquired about collecting someone's pension and was told that the recipient had to be present with the help of a companion, he allegedly returned with the dead man's body, the newspaper reported. 
Carlisle Mayor Ken Murnan said the allegations had left townspeople in shock. The shock was the guy died of shock at the price of stamps now. <laughs> it's just mind-boggling that anyone could happen to do something like that, Murnan said. It beggars belief. It's like a Hitchcock movie. Really? I, first of all, I didn't know it was beggars belief. I always thought it was just bags belief. But B, they're comparing Hitchcock to Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> This is this is ripe for a movie, man. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Birds, Weekend at Bernie's. Psycho, <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's too. Come on. Yeah, it seems like maybe they knew this guy, and then they knew he had a pension, and they died. He died suddenly, and they were like, "Oh, how can we get his pension?" Or so they it's like a legit. Him. It's like a legit Weekend at Bernie's then, because that yeah. I believe that's what happened in the movie. But they don't tout him around and like put cigarettes and dump alcohol down his mouth. <laughs> In I think which at one? some point, doesn't Bernie, like, hook up with somebody? I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who knows what this dead guy could have done once he had his pat- pension dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's just buying rounds of drinks at the bar. He's all at the strip club. But that's the thing. is like, if you're going to pull this off, you don't bring in the dead guy slumped over your shoulder. You bring him in in, like, a wheelchair, right? So it's yeah. like you put some glasses on him. He's in the wheelchair. You know, it looks like he's a little bit more restricted in his movement as opposed to just like this drunk dude hanging off of your shoulder. Or you just find someone that kind of looks like him and give him his ID. It's like the high school. Oh, like when yeah. You find an, when you, you know, you have someone's fake ID, actual ID that you use. Yeah, right. You probably have all of his information. Just take someone else in there and be like, I'd like to sign my pension over to these two 24-year-olds with exactly. teardrop tattoos on their faces. <laughs> Seems like a good plan. <laughs> so what do you think, Louie? I don't like that they're copying someone else's idea. <laughs> they needed their own idea. <laughs> like, skin his hand and put his hand on your hand like a glove and use the fingerprints. When art becomes life. Exactly. Or was this super common pre-weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I think this is pretty great, and uh, thanks to Chris Beeson for sending this to us. We really appreciate it. All right, I like it. Yep. story comes from independent.co.uk that's a news source more reliable than gifting a sausage of the month club to a vegan is that a real thing a sausage of the month club there is an everything of the month club is that like a kinder way of saying sausage party (laughs) it's it's not a sausage party it's a sausage club it's a sausage of the month club come on (laughs) it's a it's not a bitch and bitch it's a beaten meat it's a meat and meat (laughs) it's meat the meat and meat it's it's a meat meet and greet All right, so this story uh, is a tearjerker, and it goes, Dog saved after drone carrying sausage lures her to safety. You know, if my way to Jesus and being saved was through sausage, I think it would make the news as well. Yeah, in sacrament, if they gave you sausage and wine instead of, like, bread and water, I would stick around. Uh, Yeah, sausage and wine instead of bread and water. You're mixing them up. They already give you the wine. Oh, not at Mormon church. In Mormon sacrament, they give you pieces of bread and water. Oh, yeah. They feed you like prisoners. 
I think in Catholic, I'm looking at Erica and I'm looking for, uh, do they give you actual wine in Catholic church? She's saying yes. Yes, they do. It's wine or grape juice. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's like, um, I've got a bit of a problem. Thank you, Jesus. I only want the uh, <laughs> unleaded blood of Christ. A dog was saved last week when someone thought outside the casing. <laughs> Millie, a three-year-old Jack Russell Whippet mix, disappeared after slipping out of her leash in Hampshire, England on January 13th, according to a Facebook post by Dean Mead Drone Search and Rescue, a nonprofit pet rescue group. So this is just dudes trying to be like justify why they bought an expensive drone. Dude, it's we a tax write-off. We searched for pets, bro. <laughs> it's like, you know, being part of the sausage club. <laughs> if you make sausage, you know, it's a tax write-off. <laughs> Drones and dicks. <laughs> The group embarked on a four-day rescue attempt, but little Millie kept disappearing. Chris Taylor, the chair of the Den Mean Drone Search and Rescue Team, told Huffington Post via email. Here's the messed up thing with this, though. That means they had eyes on the puppy. That means the puppy probably wasn't in distress and didn't want to be rescued. Yeah, and they have an overhead picture of where the dog is, and it does look like it's like a massive swampland. It kind of looks like the Everglades a little bit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So Gus says the situation became severe when the pup was spotted on a mud flat with a rapidly rising tide near Emsworth on the UK's south coast. If Millie wasn't rescued quickly, she would be at risk of drowning. Because everything I know about dogs, horrible swimmers. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, maybe she can't. Maybe she can't swim. Who knows? <laughs> My dog hangs out by the can, ocean. Do you, can your dog swim? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if our dog can swim, actually. Really? You, your dog seems she's... like it would be a water dog. Scully? Yeah, she is a water dog, but I don't think she's ever just completely swam in the water. All right, we're huh? going to try it out. We'll try it out when I get home. We'll just drop her in. Yeah, like, like you do with like a, a Navy SEAL like exactly. training. <laughs> you just throw it in the middle of the pool with all the gear on. Exactly. A coordinated effort involving police, firefighters, and others ensued, but Millie kept on defying rescue efforts. That's when one of Denmead's drone pilots, Dave Pike, came up with a creative solution to attach sausage to a drone in order to lure Millie to safety. I like how Dave Pike's like, it wasn't a team effort. It was all me that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a lot of like organizations to get involved the firefighters the drone organization the 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 police it's like for one dog it's like what is going on in this town <laughs> i don't know but D- dave pike totally threw him onto the bus he's like these all are idiots no one thought to tie the sausage well i'm glad that the face or i'm glad that the firefighters and the police put an ad on facebook for a call for any 14 year old boys with drones to come out <laughs> Yes. This is my time to shine. <laughs> this, is my, this is my moment. Yes. It was a crazy idea, Taylor told the Guardian, but an act of desperation. The drone rescue team calculated the weight that their vehicle could take and after quick deliberation figured it was their best shot. I like that some dude with a math degree was probably consulted like, well, okay, our, our drone has so much lift and so much thrust. That equals one third of a sausage or two hot dogs. <laughs> they got NASA weighing in on it. <laughs> it's like a real world story problem. You have one dog stuck in the mud flats and two drones with one hot dog. How long can, does it take to rescue it? Always be. Yep. <laughs> one of the local residents on the beach 
Where we were flying from supplied us with the sausages. I think they were from Aldi, Taylor told the Guardian. The woman cooked them up for us, and we attached them with a string. Here's what I like. is They're doing a good job, like, giving credit to everyone who's involved in this, like, specifically. They're like, right. we want to thank uh, the lady who cooked the, the sausages. We want to thank the grocery store. <laughs> we like to thank the string company for <laughs> providing a tight, tight wind. <laughs> we want to thank power company for charging the drone eight hours earlier <laughs> thankfully millie took the bait and was coaxed into a safer spot where she could be safely rescued millie was extremely brave taylor told huffington post she also seemed very happy to see her humans millie was on her back licking her owner all over taylor said after millie's little adventure she was taken to the vet and is completely fine the rescue group said on facebook adding lots of tlc and rest was the only thing that we prescribed. And pills to lower the cholesterol from eating all those nitrates in the sausage. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird because it's like if the dog can walk around in the marshland, why can't a person walk around out there? And yeah, the dog could clearly get back and maybe the dog maybe the dog was like, it's my time. This is how I want to go. Maybe Viking the dog... Funeral. Maybe the dog bit onto the sausage and it got carried out by the drone. <laughs> like in a cartoon. <laughs> but what I don't understand, the dog's legs are like, what, a foot maybe at the most? It's a, you know, it's a Jack Russell Terrier, so maybe six inches is its leg, right? Yeah. A human could walk out in that marsh and get the dog if they know where it's at. Like, why are they not just walking out there? Why doesn't the human just call it? I mean, you know where it is. You're just like, hey, yeah. Millie, come here. It seems a little bit. They're just there's looking for a story I, yeah i feel like this was manufactured a little bit yeah like the drone the drone club needs some uh some sponsors or something <laughs> yes. nothing gets you more attention like animal rescue they're like if we plug the aldi supermarket we're gonna get some yeah. sweet sweet sausages for exactly. our barbecue this summer yeah you rescue a couple animals you get some sponsorships that's that's what happened to betty white Yes. No one knew who she was until she started rescuing animals. <laughs> Same with Sarah McLaughlin. That's true. No, that's how it happened. All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This is a big week for me. On Wednesday the 2nd, I'm going to be doing a virtual show for a Catholic school. So that's going to go over like gangbusters. Nice. <laughs> they said, we want an interactive show, but you won't be able to use the chat function, see or hear anybody. That's great. That's great. I was like, Okay. But just... the Lord will see you. <laughs> yes, and, and judge me harshly. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm just taking the cash and making it happen. Nice, um, man. And then also from the 2nd through the 5th, I'll be a presenter at the CACS conference. It's what for uh, family entertainers. Ooh. And I'm giving a little talky talk, doing a little showy show, and pitching a little merchy merch. Nice. Where is that at? Uh, online as well. Nice, so, dude. Good uh, for you. Registration is required, uh, but you can hit me up. I might be able to sneak into something. All right. Uh, I might show up. Where can they catch you? I am going to be here in St. Martin. I'm wrapping up my final week here. Uh, if you get here, my last show will be on the 2nd, Wednesday the 2nd, and then I take off on the 3rd. 
Uh, and then I am going to be at the Oregon Fair Conference in Salem, which you're going to be at, which you didn't mention. Uh, but yeah. I will be showcasing my act on one of those days. I don't know when, but. Uh, oh, yeah. But, Very cool. Uh, you don't know when you're showcasing. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm just hanging out, and uh, I'm excited to come home, man. This has been a uh, it's been awesome here in St. Martin, but I, I'm ready to get back to the cold. And uh, yeah, too much sun. Too reliable. much sun is uh, not what people need. You need more no, gray. I'm not, <laughs> no, I mean I don't mind the gray. I mean it's just uh, you know this resort's a little bit. You know people aren't wearing masks. You know the the clientele's a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, m- Motel Six ish. <laughs> How would you describe the resort you're at? Motel Six like? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> on the ocean, it's like a Motel Six on the ocean. You're, you're dreaming of moving up the road to the Super Eight Resort. <laughs> Pretty much, and I've driven around this whole island, man, and it is beautiful and it's awesome. Uh, I'm just ready to come home, man. You know, Erica left the other day, and so uh, getting ready to come back to to the normal life. You miss miss mucking the stalls. Yeah, pretty much. I don't miss that. <laughs> hey, folks, if you want to send us any news stories, you can do so by sending it to info at oddandoffbeat.com. You can also send it to our Instagram, our Facebook, our LinkedIn, or uh, hire a skywriter and write it in the sky. And make sure to get the full link so that we can uh, we can find some yeah. new weird news stories. And if you're going to hire the skywriter, it's in St. Martin till fourth or eugene oregon after that (laughs) all right folks uh and also if you want to sign up for our patreon you can do so by clicking on the patreon link on our website which is oddandoffbeat.com and and it does help support us yep for a few bucks a month you can get all sorts of cool stuff postcards from the road matt will send you some uh motel six swag from st martin i will write you a poem Exactly. (laughs) All right, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.